This is episode 76 of Bella in Your Business. Welcome to Bella in Your Business, where Bella will discuss anything and everything about your pet sitting business to help you land on target. So get ready. Bella's got your shoot. Let's jump. Welcome to Bella in Your Business. My name is Bella Vasta, your host with Jump Consulting. And today I'm here with Celeste Wamsley. She is a social media marketing expert focusing on Facebook to get you in touch with new clients, help you retouch your old clients, and to keep you on top of the mind. She helps solopreneurs specifically between the ages of 40 and 65 harness the power of social marketing on a small budget to grow their business successfully. And on a side part, note, I am a little bit under the weather, and that's where you're going to hear my voice today. Um, Celeste, welcome to the show. Hi, everybody. Thank you. Thank you for being here. Why don't you fill in the gaps there for me and explain how you became such a niche social media marketing expert? Sure. I've been involved in social media for probably over 20 years, and it started with my singing career with MySpace, if anybody knows of that platform, and just kind of came naturally to me that about a few years ago, I found that uh, small business owners were finding it... A necessity to be on Facebook. And what I was finding is I was attracting the 40 to 65 year olds because they either didn't know how to use it and wanted to get coaching or knew they needed it, but they didn't want to do it themselves. And I just found that that age group was that sort of demographic that knew the ones that do it themselves are usually the millennials and the younger ones. And so I found that I just attracted that type of clientele. And I have a lot of patients when I teach. And so I can teach someone something very new to them. And in bite sizes as well, just so that they can really embrace it and feel comfortable with the new technology. I love that. That's fantastic. So transitioning into, you know, follow up, which is what we're actually talking about today. I know that a lot of pet sitters are really wary against follow up because we've always been on the receiving end of that follow up call. That's just like, come on, leave me alone. I'm in the middle of something. You're a bother to me. And I know that's what's going through a lot of our listeners mind when I say you should follow up. So why don't you walk us through first on how often should we follow up? There's sort of a rule of thumb in regards to when you've actually been in touch with the person initially, obviously touch base with them. If they've specified a certain time that they want you to follow up, you know, call me in a week, call me in two weeks, do that. But rule of thumb is about once a month uh-huh. that you would want to touch base with someone, but you have to be careful to not be selling every time. Uh-huh. And a really great way to follow up with someone is actually to never really do sales during uh-huh. those calls. And I know it sounds kind of weird to thinking, well, then how do I close business? You need to establish a professional relationship with that client. And usually what happens is if you have a really good consultation with them, you find out their needs And it's the needs that you're following up on. So, you know, if their dog has special requirements for medication or a special walk or a short walk or a really long walk or that type of thing, you can look at the services that you provide. Maybe you do specialize as a particular dog walker that you do the big dogs that need to run. Mm. So you may have added that as your service or that type of thing. So you can touch base with them in regards to their needs Mm. and just see how they're doing. Because someone might say, well, you know what? My nephew's in town and he's going to be walking the dog for this month. Mm -hmm. But next month, I'm going to need someone. Give them a call and just say, how was the walk with the nephew? Did they love him? Great. Did he do anything new kind of thing? And if they say, oh, yeah, he took him to this trail. It was great. Great. Then you can kind of get to know and say, "Okay, great. Well, I'm ready to you know, walk your dog again or whatever. So there's some sort of natural ways to sort of not sell, but to close the deal. And really, each phone call, you should get a new little tidbit Uh because your new little tidbit is going to guide you for the next follow up. So like I said, if she says, well, not this month, the nephew's walking my dog, write that down. 
so that you're not just going, hey, are you ready? No, how was, you know, I know your nephew was walking your dog. And so are you ready kind of thing? So always try to get a bit more information each time. So that's the new fresh thing that you talk about next time. I love that. So what I hear, Celeste, is that what you're saying is build a relationship and get to know their needs and their wants and follow up on their needs and their wants, not necessarily, do you need my service? Something right. that I encourage a lot of pet sitters to do is use the incredible tools that are out there like Google Drive. And I encourage them all to have a form, a very simple form that they use internally. Who called? What did they say? What are their needs? Notes, dates of service, that kind of thing. And when you hit submit on this form, it simply puts it in a spreadsheet. And these spreadsheets, what they do is they help with the follow-up, what you're talking about. I originally did it because I wanted to know what our close rate was. And when I eventually did hand it over to a sales manager or office manager, I wanted to know if they were still closing the same amount of people without having to talk to them about every single call that came through. So what I'm hearing with this follow-up, it could be really awesome because you're putting those notes in it. And what I like to do at the end of the month is color code it, red, green, and yellow. Green is you landed them. Red is nope. Yellow is they're warm, like follow up with them. So I would love it if the people that are listening maybe tried something like this and then adopted what Celeste just said about the follow-up. And maybe it was that dog that had a lot of energy and they said, well, I don't know. I'm still thinking about it. You say, hey, I was wondering if Fido still has a lot of energy and what you've been doing about it. I saw this really cool article you might be interested in letting you know that, you know, we're still walking dogs Monday through Friday. I'd love to help you out. Something like that. And you could even set it to an automatic schedule where the boomerang system, you can schedule that email when they tell you no to send Mm -hmm. out to them in two weeks. So you don't ever have to remember how to do it. You automate the follow-up system in a personalized way. Any thoughts on that? You can. I know for myself and my business, when I do a personal follow-up, I have a better closing rate than the automated. Now, if they've got a huge business and they have to automate, automate, make the email as personal as possible, of course, and targeted as possible. So if they're really big, they can have, you know, segmented lists, like one for high energy dogs, one for senior dogs and that type of thing. So you're finding articles or their value added emails. So you're giving them something of value for free just to keep you top of mind. So those are great for that. What I mean by automated is boomerang. So you're actually typing a personal email to them. It's just not sending for like another week or something. So it's not the same email that anyone else is getting. It's just so you don't forget to send it. I agree with everything that you're saying. Do not send these blanket follow-up emails that don't really matter. You know, definitely don't do that. Let's talk more about that. What kind of things should we say in the follow-ups and what should we not say? Oh, I never even thought. Okay. (laughs) There's a couple aspects because people buy from who they like, who they know, and who they trust. Yes. So if they haven't had the opportunity to really get to know you, then in those emails, it's really good to have a little tidbit about you. So it might be a video of you walking your dog or walking like 10 of them or something or a blooper or how you groom your dog or something really neat or walking in nature and knowing how to deal with that. Another aspect that I thought of too while you were talking was if they have an animal that's really hyper or destructive in the home, they might need a walk. And so they can show the benefits of what a walk does for a particular dog. So you could have a little video in it saying this is, you know, Chico, who's got tons of energy and he was chewing up the couch and that type of thing. 
And so I started taking this dog for a walk every day or every week or whatever, and he stopped being destructive. So they can have constructive little tidbits about themselves and their expertise and what they can do in that email. So the formula that I usually recommend is you always ask about the client. How are things with Fido and Chico? You know, and if there's pertinent information that you know, so let's say just for my example, they've got Chico. Is Chico still chewing the couch? Mm -hmm. You know, because I know walking him would really help, but let me know how he's doing. Maybe they were going to try something on their own, Mm -hmm. right, for Mm -hmm. that solution. So you can touch base about that. And then basically, and just encourage them to touch base and say, tell you what's going on because that's more follow-up information for you. So really try to get that conversation going and then always have sort of a tidbit about you Mm -hmm. because then they can get to know you, right? So even if it's on a personal aspect and it's not necessarily dog related or their business related, maybe they sing, maybe Mm -hmm. they volunteer in the community because they're getting to know them. And it feels really weird to be able to do that. Now, if it's a corporate company and there's no person as the brand, then that might be a little bit more challenging. I would stick more to the dog walking part. But if they're the one man show, I think it's awesome. People buy from who they know. So it's a really great tidbit to just kind of sneak in a little bit about yourself. Awesome. Awesome. We're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, I want to talk about sales in general, because this is sales and the rate of how many times someone actually has to follow up until they actually get it. Yes. So we'll be right back after this. Are you concerned that accepting credit cards for your pet sitting business is too complicated or too expensive? Well, if you answered yes, I have good news. It's probably because you've not heard of Leaders Merchant Services. Trust me, Leaders Merchant Services makes accepting credit cards super easy and affordable for my business. They work with all kinds of businesses throughout the United States, and they have developed a special rate plan just for pet sitters like us. I know Leaders Merchant Services can help your business. I've even got a dedicated representative to speak to, and he's always happy to share valuable information. Working with Leaders Merchant Services is like having a friend or family member in the credit card processing business. If you want to know more or see how much they can save your business a month, go to jumpconsulting.net forward slash credit card. That's jumpconsulting.net forward slash credit card. So I can personally connect you with my specialist. And I'm back with Celeste and we're talking all about follow-up and how you potentially are leaving much money on the table by just taking that first no or that first, well, I don't know, or I'll think about it. It is so important in all of our businesses to have some sort of follow-up. So Celeste, let's transition into what kind of knowledge do you have that you could tell us about? I mean, I've seen so many statistics out there. I'm curious where you come from on this. How many times does a person have to follow up? until they get that yes? Or how many times could a person follow up and that actually increases their chance of getting that yes and landing that sale? That's a really, really great question. Most people don't know. And about 75% of business owners only do about two follow-ups, two Uh to three. It takes eight to 12 times before a person will either use your services or answer your ad or click on your ad on Facebook. Like it takes so long. And what people find is that if they don't really have that quality follow-up phone call or consultation, they run out of stuff to follow up with for the eighth to 12th time. So it's really important to develop the relationship professional or friend, personal business, some people, depending how they run their business, that is the success of a follow-up. So really, if you switch your mindset and say, I need to get to know my clients so I can help them and serve them. 
you should have the questions pop up in your mind. If you know your business and know your service, what do I need to know from them so that I can decide if my services are good for them Mm -hmm. and help them and then just have conversations with them when you touch base. That's why if you say, Hey, these are my services. Are you interested? You get a yes or no. You have nothing to follow up on. So right. you're better to say, hey, how are you? How are things with Chico and Fido? Because then they'll volunteer information, what's going on in their family, what's going on with their dogs, if their health has changed the dog, right? So it make friends, <laughs> like build relationships. And yeah. it really does help with reaching them eight to 12 times to then close the sale. Mm-hmm. It's really that. pivotal. That's great. So eight to 12 times to do the sale. That's super on important. average. So let's talk more about, you were saying like click on Facebook. Let's switch into that since that is your repertoire. Something that uh, we've been focusing a lot on the podcast lately, and you touched on this earlier, is storytelling, Mm -hmm. but also Facebook ads and retargeting. So what I'm thinking is one of the biggest pain points for a lot of pet sitters is hiring staff. And I always say like, if you just boost a post or you just put an advertisement out there and you're not actually retargeting and collecting an audience, then you're again, leaving a lot of money on the table. So just as we might think of the traditional follow-up by, hey, how's Chico and Fido doing? We also have to think about there is actually a follow-up sequence, you guys, on Facebook. And that means, and you could probably explain this better, but I'm going to start you off and then you can go to the moon with it, is that when you put an advertisement out there, if you start behind the scenes collecting an audience for everyone that clicks on, are you a stay-at-home mom in Scottsdale, Arizona, and want to make an extra $1,500 a month walking dogs? Check out here. And there's a link to your website with a landing page that explains what could happen. Maybe that person didn't actually apply, but they were interested enough to click on that. In Facebook, if you retarget ads, you can actually build that list so that months from now, as that list keeps growing, you can actually be targeting your message exactly to that person instead of this broad audience that was just a big net. So Celeste, let's talk a little bit more about that and really expand people's minds on follow-up isn't just following up on the sale. If you learn how to be a lethal (laughs) follow-upper, you could also get your wildest dreams come true, which is a vacation on the beach because you have enough employees to take over your business. Yeah. There's a couple things actually with Facebook that when you do an ad on Facebook, if it guides them to your website, Uh you can do a retargeting ad. So if anybody ever noticed, if you went and checked out, I don't know, dog booties on Amazon, those dog booties will follow you on Facebook, on (laughs) Google. And you'd be like, how how do they do that? That is a Facebook retargeting ad. Yes. So it's really cool that way. So in conjunction with what you just said is that you are getting to a landing page. If they give you their email and their contact information, boom, they're on your list. That is gold. Keep in touch with them. That's usually the sales funnel type thing where you'll send out the value added emails that are a little bit more generic until they want to click on your service and contact you. But the retargeting ad is someone who's gone to your website and that ad will follow them for 90 days. So that sort of touch points, that's eight to 12 times kind of thing that helps that will help them see you enough to go, okay, I'm going to click that booty, you know, or the dog walking service because I really do need a dog walker. So in conjunction, both of those work really well. Again, if they go click that, then your retargeting will follow them again. So we're just trying to guide them back to the source so that they're your top of mind and that they finally say, okay, I'm going to check out this service. I want to just give a personal thing because our listeners may have been victim of this. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I don't want to say, I don't want to say victim, but 
I've been doing very heavy retargeting for, I have produced the most comprehensive employee handbook and manual in the pet sitting industry. And okay. um, it's very, very robust. It's over a hundred pages. It comes with pictures. It's beautiful. And part of my funnel is I give people 10 pages so they can see what it looks like. And I also break down the math of how much this costs, how much time it, you know, it, it's all of this information. But in order to get people to have a taste of it, I need to attract them in. And I'll tell you, the difference between me just throwing ads up at the beginning of the year to the amount of people that are signing up just to get this free thing because it's retargeted now is like, I probably get like six to 10 signups a day. And Mm -hmm. before I was getting like five a month, (laughs) I mean, it is incredible. And it's because of this follow-up. It takes a while, you guys. This isn't something that you just put out there and automatically happens. But this Mm -hmm. follow-up is what you have to do in order to do the sale. Using my example, I can put up an ad and maybe I get those five clicks in one month and out of those five clicks, no one buys it. But now I'm getting that six to 10 clicks a day, which is how many a month, which translates into sales for me. So Mm -hmm. I want you guys to really think about when we're talking about sales and follow-up, it could be targeting that person who get back your lunch break. Okay. Stop running home and letting the dog out. Let us do it. Or go to that happy hour and schmooze with the boss and get that promotion. We'll feed the dog and let him out tonight, you know, or go on your vacation and we can, you know, sleep overnight with your dog and sleep in the bed with them. These are all specific messages that you can target people specifically and keep following up with them in this kind of a way. It's very exciting when you think of the possibilities because I think people just think Celeste follow up is, hi, I talked to you last week. So you're ready to buy yet? You know, and there's so many more possibilities out there now with Facebook. They're called touch points, right? Yeah. They're touch points. So eight to 12 touch points. So a touch point could be an ad. It could be a text. It could be a phone call. It could be an email. It could be in person when you bump into them in public. It's any touch point to communicate with them. So you're right. For them, what's happened is they've seen the ad once and now you're retargeting. So they're getting to see it multiple times. And that's sort of more automated. So they are getting those 12 touch points and that's why you're getting those sales. And you are so right. It does not happen overnight. (laughs) I feel like I want to repeat that. It does not happen overnight. It's all those little steps that you do every day that build up. So it's like a funnel. You put a hundred in of little steps and down at the bottom, 10 of them will come out as a sale. Mm -hmm. So people think I put 10 in what's going on. Like it's not happening and it's not happening right away. If you just look at a sales funnel, let's say even to be fair, if you don't have a huge budget, like six months, yeah, you'd put the people at the top pretty much. Yeah. You'll get some that'll go right down to the bottom right away. They know what they want. But there are a lot of people that just kind of neander and don't know. And, oh, and let me think about it. No, no, no. Or they got to refigure out. Well, if I want my lunch break, then I have to make an extra whatever to cover the dog walking. But yeah. I want that. So they're here going, okay, I got to make it a little bit of extra cash. Found it. Boom. Down to the bottom. Right. right. But they just need to be consistent. Yes, absolutely. You brought up a really good point too that sparked another interesting thing. A lot of pet sitters do booths in the community, you know, and I'm always bringing up ideas of like how you can actually connect with them and not just be handing out pieces of paper, right? But Mm -hmm. that's another touch point that you could have in these follow-up series. Maybe you have some fun game and you take pictures and you get people's emails and you say, I'm going to post the pictures on Facebook. Now they're hopefully liking your Facebook page or you can retarget them with those emails on Facebook. And now they saw you at this booth but now subliminally, 
You're showing up everywhere. So again, you guys, I want to explode your brain with Celeste and make you understand that it does not have to be you picking up the phone or opening up an email and constantly bothering people. (laughs) It's that effect. If you do it right, you're going to hear, you know what, Celeste, I see you guys everywhere. I don't even remember where I first saw you. I just see you everywhere. And that's when you can go, happy dance, happy dance. It worked. Am I right? Like that's our ultimate goal is to be seen everywhere. It is. And the more variance, so that just the variety of it is better. Like if you can figure out, you know, eight different ways to connect with someone and they're all different, it's great as long as they see it, right? Like they need to see it the multiple times. So you're right. Yeah. And I think the message all the time, it has to be really specific. You know, we want to be really careful of not selling the industry. Don't make it sound Mm. like you're every other pet sitter, dog walker, rover, wag, pet sitting company next door. Because I find that a lot of pet sitters, they say, oh, we're a pet sitter. We'll walk your dog and take care of them as their own. And we love them. We're just the best. Every single person says that, you guys. (laughs) So start solving problems that they have and being the solution to it. Celeste, I'd like to end with, you have a special offer for everyone. It's $50 off the follow-up kit if they listen to the podcast and they just have to email us to redeem. Email me or you, and what is this follow-up kit? Tell us a little bit more about it. Sure. The follow-up kit basically is, what I would do is I would custom design a form for you that basically runs down the questions that you need. So like you said, the Google form, sort of that information, but what are their needs? How can you help them so that they have that information at their fingertips that when they call that person or email them, they know the issues or the needs that they want to fulfill. Uh It's gold, gold to have that sheet. And so I would help them develop that. If they don't know what they need to ask, I will work with them. I'll design the sheet. So it's basically like a checkbox. It's so easy to just Uh kind of check, check, check. They've got these issues. This is where I can help them. And then this is what they've accepted that I would help them with. And so it's a great sheet that way. I give them templates for emails for follow-ups. Uh And that's the formula that I explained. I tell them how often that they should contact them. I also have an email template for thank you for referrals. So if someone refers you to them, you could potentially offer them another little service they haven't tried. Uh So if for some reason you can also do grooming or nail clipping or you can administer medication or you've got agility training or something extra that you would like them to try, I have the opportunity in the email to offer that as well so that they try something else and go, oh, love that. Yeah. It's awesome. It's a nice little tidbit that you can add to introduce them to something else that you offer as a thank you because you just saved money by getting that referral. You didn't have to do marketing for that person. How much is the kit just so that we know how much it is with the $50 off? It's $2.99. So with the $50 off, it's $2.50 Canadian. Okay. I don't know if it's Canadian more or less than US dollar. Oh, if it's in US dollar, we're 75 cents for your dollar. So it's even cheaper. It's probably about... I'm just doing math very quick in my head. It's probably about around $200, I'm thinking, okay. for you guys. That's awesome. That's, that's really cool because I know a lot of people are, okay, guys, this is great, but how? So that's fantastic. So how can we reach out and how can we get you and follow you? So you can follow me on Facebook under Modern Marketing Advantage. Okay. That's my page. You can go to my website at www.mma.com. 
first. So it's, it's number one st.com uh-huh. or the easy long one is modern marketing advantage. So if you could just remember modern marketing advantage, you can find me on Facebook. You can find me on the internet. My follow-up kit is on my website so they can order it direct. And what they can just do is put in the message that they saw me on the podcast and I'll give them the discount. Okay. Awesome. Celeste Wamsley, it's been a pleasure getting to know you. Thank you so much for spending your time with us. You guys, I want you to share and like and comment and let us know what you thought about this podcast. And if you have any questions for Celeste, because we definitely will be monitoring as we help it out to you, please, please go ahead and like and subscribe to it. So it always shows up on your iTunes or your Android device. And always remember to keep jumping. Thanks for jumping with Bella in your business. For more information, free articles, free coaching sessions, and more, go to jumpconsulting.net. And remember, Bella's got your shoot.